Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Ned, yeah. yesterday we were driving home from Wollongong and uh, I really had some situations occur in rapid succession with my car. Yeah, exactly right. Well, it's not even when we were driving back. It's before we even left. Yep. I drove your car down uh, and I felt really bad when we tried to get in your car and start it because uh, it was flat. It was dead. I thought yep. I'd left a light on or something. No, you, you did give me the um, the glance of, and I mean, you've known me for 10 years. Yeah. So I was much more of a hothead maybe, say, five, six years ago. Yeah. You gave me the glance of like, oh, I'm in trouble. This could have been my... And I was like, yeah. oh, even if you've left lights yeah. on, I don't care. But it's like, yeah, it wasn't your fault. My car's battery literally died. Was, I now know later because I've had it replaced. Yeah. It was dead. Like it had like it's 40% wild. charge. I don't even know how it was working. That's very, very bizarre. But yeah, I thought that the battery just was flat. So we got a jump start when we left Wollongong, started driving, yeah. got halfway. I forget which service center yeah, it is. Too. It's not Goulburn and it's not Pheasant's Nest. It's, it's the one not... with the, uh, what are the pies? The pies. The, yeah, the, the pie bakery. shop. The, the bakery, bakery yeah, which yeah, yeah. I always stop and get a pie there. I forget what it's called because the, the pies are amazing. We stopped there to pee yep. and I, but, well actually what had happened was you were telling a bit of a joke before we stopped and it's it's funny because it is rare when it happens but it, it had us all laughing in the car to the point where I was distracted by the fact that I couldn't turn the car off. Yeah. We needed to get back yeah. to Canberra without me turning the car off. Yeah. And I got out to pee, turned the car off. So how funny I can be is that Josh was completely distracted. He'd forgotten how to drive. He'd forgotten once, everything about his it, car. It was the one, the, yeah. the quarterly Ned being funny, yeah. and I really was enjoying it. And yeah. um, so what happened was we had to ask a gentleman who was a bit of a Land Cruiser driver. Yeah. It was funny because we're like, we need to ask somebody to jumpstart the car here at the petrol station. Yeah. Somebody who's on the Hume, they're trying to get somewhere. This yeah. is not where they're meant to be, so they're just trying to work out how to go where they're going. And we had a lineup. We had like a little Mazda 3. Because well, everyone's pulling in to fill up with petrol. We were like, we'll just stop someone while they're here. It's like a Mazda 3, a Commodore, and this Land Navarro, Cruiser. And yeah. I was like, let's... Let's go for the Land Cruiser. This guy looks like he's ready to survive a zombie apocalypse. He's he's probably going to be the most likely to help us out with jump-starting the car. And he pulled up, and not only did he have a car in his battery, but he had two. There was two in the front. It's like he was... I think Doctor Who has Doctor Who has two hearts, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Creech, you're a nerd, is that right? Yeah, yeah there you go. Creech I'm right. just nodded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. So he has like a backup battery in case he's one of them falters, I guess. Can That's I, what you should be doing. He literally helped us out without even asking. He was like, can I finish pumping the petrol? And we were like, yeah, mate, obviously. Yeah, like, he no, wanted no, no, to no. help us out so yeah. desperately. He was like, oh, don't yeah. let me just drive now with the, the hose still. He's like, screw this, car. don't worry about this. Yeah. It was amazing. He was so, such a nice dude. I just want to say a big shout out to that guy because he took probably 10 minutes out of his day to literally help us get back to Canberra. I've gone straight to the uh, the battery shop in Mitchell. It's sorted. Got a new battery in the car. Fine. But I thought this morning... Without this guy, we would have been absolutely screwed. It's great. He saved the day. Yeah. We would have had to call NRMA or Amy or something. Like, it would have been a pain. And, and how friendly he was as well. Like, oh. like you said, it was almost like... It was a burden for us that we had to wait an extra five minutes for this guy to wrap up what he was already doing. Yeah, he's a, it was an absolute legend. He's and a gem. This in mind... 131060 is a very simple question this morning, Canberra. As we go into the weekend, you know, the world sometimes, it's a bit of a scary place, a bit of a nasty place. Uh, people are saying that post-COVID we're all angrier than ever. When, when somebody completely strange, like a complete stranger to you... <laughs> yeah, that's a good distinction. When is someone who's completely strange... Strange to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is strange. It is strange. When is a stranger Doing going out nice. of their way to help you? I, just want to hear the, I want to hear the stories about this this morning. 131060 is the number to call. When has a stranger stepped in... Rewarding and, act of kindness. ...and really helped you out? Give them a bit of the kudos in public that maybe you can only give them in person. You probably said thank you heaps. But when did a stranger just help you out? Let's all feel good this morning. 
morning on the way to work. Are we going to... We've got passes to Sunset Cinema, I believe. Let's give them away. Let's give them away to somebody who's willing to share one of these stories. 13, 10, 60. We'll, we, give, we'll give it away to you if you can find the stranger that helps you okay. and you give it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah fantastic. <laughs> give us a call. Right now, speaking of the phones, we are going to them because a guy yesterday helped us out on the road, on the Hume. We uh, had my car battery completely die and I couldn't get it started again in the service station. Guy on a Land Cruiser just went, this is what I was put on this earth to do, mate. Help help out strangers with car troubles. And he did. We want to know, 13, 10, 60, when's a stranger helped you out of a bit of a jam? Exactly right. Someone's just gone above and beyond for you for no real reason. Get these good, warm and fuzzy feelings happening for a Friday morning. Matt's on the line from Gungarlan. How are you, Matt? It's Matt. <laughs> Mac? No, Nat. N-A-T. Nat. So close. <laughs> Nat <laughs> from Gungarlan. Sorry, Nat. When has a stranger been kind to you? Uh, we were fishing at Batemans Bay and our boat died. Um, and a gentleman saw that we were paddling and going nowhere. And he just offered to hook us up to his boat and towed us all the way back to the boat ramp. So he used his petrol and everything. And we offered him $50, but oh. he wouldn't take it. He just said, nope. Glad you got back safely. Oh, that's, oh, that's absolutely lovely. amazing. Was he also trying to get on the boat ramp and were you close to the boat ramp? Because as nice as this does sound, it does sound like he's also like, I also want to get my boat out of here and you're in the way. So <laughs> let me just move you guys. <laughs> and- we weren't even close. He actually did us oh. a favour and towed us a fairly long way. And That's then, amazing. Yeah, we took him back to give him money and he wouldn't take yeah. it. Yeah. Listen That's to me second-guessing kindness. You know, you're just, we're trying to be all warm and fuzzy. This is how disingenuous we can be, Nat. So it's absolutely <laughs> lovely to see that we are we are hearing some wonderful stories. Just a lovely, a sea-based act of kindness. Absolutely. That's yeah, it's, absolutely it wonderful. It takes all forms. Jade is on the line <laughs> from Belcon. And how are you this morning, Jade? Hi, good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Now, I hope Jade tells us that uh, she had airplane problems once airplane and a stranger friend. fixed her engine. Yeah, <laughs> Just cover everything. Planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah. Land, so, air and yeah, sea. Yeah. Uh, Jade, what was your situation? Um, so me and my best friend had just been on a night out out in Florence and we caught the wrong train 45 minutes away from our oh, head. No. Yeah, we were walking and this random, we stopped this random guy and he rode us on the back of his bicycle um, all the way back to our Airbnb. Oh, that's amazing. How long? So 45 minutes out of where you were supposed to be. Yep, yep, and on the back of a bicycle. Did you yeah, always offer to take turns riding yeah. the bike? Like, I feel like you were Also, a bicycle, so not a motorbike. Where were you guys sitting? I don't even, like, the back of the... Uh, like, had a little trailer or something. He had oh, stunt pegs like I used to when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on, I'll dink you the way there. It's actually Nicole Kibben from BMX Bandits. It was absolutely incredible. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Uh, my girlfriend, Carrie, her mum is currently visiting. She arrived yesterday from South Africa. Love it. Um, got bumped up to first on Emirates. How's that? <laughs> How is that? How is I that, would never and will never yeah, know. <laughs> that's so nice that I could not even begin to imagine what it's like. The funniest thing about this getting bumped up, what I've worked out is you just have to internationally travel a lot of the yes. time. So I'm mad that my family don't have any family anywhere else because yeah. I can't... Uh, there's no reason for me to go. Yeah, I mean, other than travelling and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still... I think if you were going somewhere and getting bumped up to first class, you also don't want to be paying for accommodation when you get there. Carrie's mum yesterday, she was telling me a story from like a couple of days ago at her house and it just made me go, God, we miss out here on a lot of things. Yeah. She had a bit of a situation. Um, she lives in Durban, which is um, just sort of near the coast in South Africa. Near Johannesburg? Sort of, it's, no, no, other area, okay. other part of... It's the only place yeah. I really know in South um, Africa, so... Cape Town as well? Yeah, oh, Cape is it Town? near Cape Town? It's not near Cape Town. Oh, okay, good. Um, so <laughs> the point is, what's happened is there's lots of sort of wilderness areas near where she lives. Yeah. And obviously, you know, think of some of the animals we have here in Australia. Possums. Wallabies. Wombats. Kangaroos. 
Koalas. Bats. 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 Yep. What happened Magpies. was uh, <laughs> Carrie's mum went into her house. She just got ducked down to the grocery store to get some stuff and yeah. came back to Quick Spa, as it's called in South Africa. <laughs> Come on down to get um, get basically just a few essentials, left some windows open, left the back door open, has come home to discover on her kitchen counter mm. a monkey eating a nectarine. They'll do <laughs> just that. Just inside. Has taken that's a little crazy. nectarine from the fruit bowl. God. But that's not it. There was a second monkey that was sitting on the dining room table. There are a bunch of lollies in a bowl. Yeah. The monkey has a pile of wrappers. Meaning, and an empty lolly bowl. It sat there and unwrapped all yeah. the lollies, eaten them, left the wrappers, and is just causing havoc in the house. And that was only the beginning. She went into the bedroom and there was three little monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the nursery rhyme, Neither but that would have been funnier if I could yeah, have. I was going to say. Something about falling off and bumping your head. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that's crazy. So monkeys in her house. Monkeys just eating fruit, God. eating lollies. Do you think they get over monkeys the same way we get over like wallabies and well, stuff? No, I listened to the story yesterday. She was excited. Yes, is the answer. Oh, she was like, just like that's annoying. Has. I'm like, how could you ever nah, be annoyed by nah. a tiny little monkey coming into your house? Well, I, I, this is exactly what I said. I said, in Australia, we don't have animals that can, like, grab things, like opposable thumbs. Nothing with an opposable thumb. Nothing's going to unwrap a wrapper in Australia. Do koalas? I mean, they're, no, they're not motivated enough to wear this. They're stoned like out of mind all but the time on eucalyptus. Do they? I think they have opposable thumbs. They're the closest that could unwrap maybe, a yeah, Ferrero Rocher. Could they, could they get a fantail? Yeah. That's, that's the real question. Yeah, could they get into a minty? So, look, obviously the cane toad didn't work out. Foxes have been a huge problem. Yes. Rabbits. But what about just some bonobos? Some what about we just get it? some monkeys and release them into Australia just so that we can, like have, it. we can just come home from Woolies and be like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It would make, yeah, it would make being hassled by animals in your day-to-day life so much more palatable. So, so much just go more like, adorable. Oh, yeah, it's just a monkey in my backyard. No worries. We're missing out, Australia. Yeah. Let's buy a security be damned. Let's <laughs> do something about this. <laughs> Ned, yes. I just quickly, uh, look, it's going to sound like things have been going bad. They haven't. There's just been a lot of little spontaneous moments where I've gotten flowers for Carrie lately. Mm. Um, I, <laughs> I have... I, I didn't mean to that yeah, sound as I've, questionable I've as it is. I've sampled the wares yeah. of um, the flower stockists around Canberra lately. And um, it sounds... It's going to sound very bad. And I don't think Carrie's listening, hopefully. Um, She's here, so... A lot of supermarket... A <laughs> lot of supermarket yeah. uh, flower purchases recently. Um, Look, they're so convenient, though. I it don't is get so why they get such a bum so, It is so convenient. It's as you're leaving, you go like, oh, that'd be a nice thing to do. Just get them. Yep. And then you get so, like, you get judged. Yep. I bought uh, I bought flowers for someone, like, last week. Yep. And one of the praises I got was, oh, it's not like a supermarket brand either. Like, you actually went to a florist. And I was like, I did. But even if I hadn't have, that shouldn't be a problem. A flower's a flower. Did that whole structured thing just happen then, that 35 seconds, just to point out that you go to a florist rather than a supermarket? You're, well, you're pretending to be on my side, but then really just wanted camera to hear I go to a florist on a supermarket. Cause I make florist money, guys. I don't know what uh, to tell scumbag. you. But, uh, um, scumbag. Scumbag. <laughs> leaving me exposed like that. Well, I mean, look, this is also the very early stages of me seeing someone, so I need to make sure that she's make aware. An effort, make an effort. Make, make an, effort. an effort. Make more of an effort than well, I'm going to for the rest of the relationship. I'm two years in, so I'm at supermarket flower yeah. territory. And, Which you deserve uh, to be. Uh, I have something to say, and that something is, I think Aldi actually do Superior really, flower. really decent flowers. They last forever. In the in the longevity test, Aldi seem to perform, to me, the best out of all the supermarket flowers. Well, uh, 
to briefly put on my uh, florist apron so it's for not a second. an invitation for you to pretend to be a florist And yet again. here we all are, talking about flowers, and as the person who has the most knowledge about flowers, you because really I am a, really a former florist... Uh, You're not. Which you helped fun. out at a florist. It's also why I probably go and buy flowers from a florist, because I know I need to support the hustle. I know what it's like to be out in the nitty-gritty world of the floristry industry, so... News and sports next. Uh, I can't believe any, I even tried no, to no, talk no. about this. Uh, and I'll give you some advice. You need to cut your stems off. Uh, this is how you make your flowers last even longer. You can uh, zhuzh the pedals. Hey, I just heard the word zhuzh. Maddie in the studio, <laughs> no, please. No, no, no. News and sports Do not next. cut me fire off. The, Do fire not cut the me ads. Off. Fire the ads, Maddie. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've heard the news. Uh, there's been a bit of a kerfuffle. Uh, apparently, a few, quite a few Commonwealth buildings have uh, a massive, massive amount of cameras in them that have been uh, manufactured in China, and they're a little nervous about whether or not there's a possibility that the feeds from the cameras could be going back to China. I mean, yeah, that's definitely something I would want an answer to, but it's also not something I would really think about either. State-owned electronics companies have made these cameras. Yeah. They're in the... Oh. They're in Defence, they're in uh, foreign affairs. Uh, there's some concern. Oh, and also, I mean, I don't know what's happened, so I'm certainly not commenting on it, but it certainly seems like China's been in the news lately for having a little bit of cameras maybe where they shouldn't. And in, a little bit of enthusiastic viewing of, do, of, yeah. of, of planet Earth. They're That's trying to play saying. Big Brother yeah. with the world, yeah. and the um, world's kind of going, nah, we're all right. I, I'd probably at this juncture say, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I don't know sure. what the go is. I'm certainly not uh, a foreign affairs expert, but I also... Absolutely, unequivocally, me, Josh Tawney, did not need to know about this. Like, what am I meant to do about this? I, I can't do yeah. anything with this information apart from fret. Exactly I right. I didn't need to know anything about this. Now I have to just go into the rest of my life with an unhealthy level of anxiety going, uh, a foreign country spying on me. Yeah. At the same time, though, it's like as anxious as I get about like just being spied on or whatever, it's like, I don't. I really don't do anything that interesting. I'm not that interesting. I'm really not. But so our foreign affairs department is, our defence department oh, absolutely, is. Yeah, I yeah. absolutely think that's pretty interesting. But I also don't need to know that there's a possibility that people are watching what those hardworking individuals are doing in their nine to five employment. I would like it if the government just did a couple more like hands-on things. It's like, all right, guys, all hands on deck. Uh, if you've got some cameras, bring them in. Bring, we'll, bring them. We'll, we'll have, have a look. look. We'll, we'll have, have a look. look. Yeah. We'll have a check. We'll just see if there's any kind of spying going on. We're just doing go back a country countrywide yeah. working bee. It's like yeah. the government is calling on you. Let's get involved. It's like, you want to know what's going on behind the scenes? A lot of it's very boring, and this is one of the things we need your help with. I don't want to sound like the raving lunatics that stopped this event from happening this time yes, last year, good. but I also do think that there are some things going on that I just don't need to know about. Yeah. Unlike them, I don't, I'm not screaming to be told all the information. Yeah. Some of it I'm like, you know what? Living here works out pretty well most yeah. of the time. However you're making the sausage, Fine. I don't need to know every ingredient. Just, I, when, when there are security <laughs> cameras that might be fitting information back to China, don't tell me. Don't I, tell me. I would love it if the conspiracy theorists got exactly what they wanted and every day for four hours they had to go and sit in a press briefing where they're like and here is this it's like here's a document about how we're spending the water in agriculture you'll have to read through that dossier really quickly no just having a look at this uh dfat obviously in the break room at 11 a.m janine's having her 57th birthday yeah. uh we elected to go for a mud cake as she's not a big fan of caramel that's so how you turn anyone out of being a conspiracy theorist okay. i think it's like now, that's too much information the, we're good the guest list for janine's birthday in the kitchen room <laughs> no, 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 is no, 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 enough, i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good <laughs> Josh, doctors, scientists, researchers across the country and globe are trying to help people, I guess, be aware of what signs of an early death might look like. Okay. Yep. Which is probably pretty good, but at the same time, it's also kind of freaky because it's like, I don't... It's sort of the same thing with COVID. I don't want to be held... like. I shouldn't be responsible for figuring that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why there's doctors and stuff. I shouldn't be the one who's like, hang on, am I sick? Yeah. Am I dying? 
I, would, I don't know. When you want a rat test for an early death. <laughs> well, no, I just don't like just the fact this up your nose. Yeah. And, yep, probably in the next five years. Sorry, champion. I was doing rat tests going, there's no way I should be administering this myself. Like, yeah. what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, an early sign, if you go in for a handshake with someone and they've got a bit of a, a limp handshake, apparently it could be an early sign of death. Like, you might be on your way out. Matt? Yeah, I know. That right. is insanely stupid. It's so... There's no way that's accurate. Like, well, what? it's like, yeah, I guess. It's like, if I was close to death, I probably also wouldn't have a good grip Let's on this. Let's do a bit of handshake test okay. right now. Okay, so let me just go for a nod. This would, this would be my stock standard. Yeah, okay. And I want, on the on the scale of father-in-law meeting for the first time yep. being 10... And one-year-old. And, and one-year-old <laughs> yeah. who doesn't know how to shake hands yeah. being zero. You okay. give me... This is my normal, right? Okay. This is my stock standard. That's a perfect six. Perfect six. Perfect six. I think you've got to be above the five, yeah. but you don't want to be... That's yeah. it, because that's it. I wasn't... There was no pain. It was a good, firm handshake. You give me a handshake, okay. your normal handshake. This is my normal ready? handshake. Ready? Yeah, it's about a four. What? About a four. I'd say that's barely. Do that's, it again. Shake yeah. my head again. That was about a two. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no. Mine was a six, because I gave you a bit of a grip. No, no, you, no, You just sort of put your hand in mine and just... I think that's all it needs to be. It doesn't need to be this big song a bit of a, Yeah, we're here. We're here. Yeah, we're I doing guess. this. We're doing this business deal. I just don't like that it's like on any given day. Okay, so let's say well, I'm walking past you and someone's just like, hey, mate, how you going? And yep. I just shake someone's hand. I could give you one of these like, hey, yep. how Beautiful. you doing? Yeah. And then that person's going to think like if I was just limp because I was just like didn't really, I was, I don't really care and I've yeah. just got other things on. This person thinks I'm going to die early now. Yeah. yeah, well, there you go. There you yeah, go. No. Yeah, well. How was that one? Was that better? Oh, that's a bit limp. Let me. Okay, well, give me my. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna die. Yeah. Is that better? Or is that too much? Oh, that's probably about right. That's, that's about right. That's about right. The, all I need to do is adjust my grip. I will say, or sometimes though, I think I don't know if you take the piss or whatever, but sometimes you do a hard handshake. I do like a hard handshake yes. occasionally, and it's, it's usually too. This me. is a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say one thing we've all learned as a city listening to this is Ned's quite used to explaining being limp. I don't know what that's all yeah. about, but he's pretty. He's pretty across the explanations, yeah. the excuses, the things he needs yeah. to say. Uh, take of that what you will. Josh, something that I saw in the news that's actually really annoyed me and pretty much every single person on the internet is uh, Netflix have decided to do a little bit of a change. They're sick of people taking a free ride on other people's accounts and has decided to essentially end password sharing. Yeah, so basically if you've got the three screens set up, the three screens all need to be in the same house. You're not allowed to have three screens wherever you want. Now, people couldn't believe it. Netflix are very much going ahead with it. I think it's already happening in America and other places. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's happened here just yet. Um, Netflix, like two weeks ago, accidentally like revealed how you don't have to be in the same household, but it requires you essentially going to the household of whoever pays for it, logging in there once every 32 days, and then going back. Nothing says we like our customers yeah. and ease and convenience of service like what you just said. Yes. Well, so that was like a hack that they were unaware of. Yeah. And then they accidentally posted it, then deleted it. Oh, so they don't even want people doing no, that. No, no, they don't want... Like, oh, for God's they, sake. That was, that was a mistake. They didn't want to, uh, people to do that. I would yeah. imagine 1% of the people yes. would actually be bothered doing that. That's what I mean. And they're still cracking down on that. And so today... They've come out with even more news. They've, like, made an official statement going, this is how you use it if you are the person who pays for it. Okay. Just to make sure you're not kicked off the account that you're paying for. Here is how you are in control. Here's how to change. Yeah. Oh, why bother with any of this? Yeah, no. This is the dumbest thing. This is just some market feedback, right? Just based on my experience so far with this Netflix stuff. Everybody I've spoken to, I've probably spoken to maybe 12 friends. Yeah. Everybody I've spoken to except for two. Only two people I've spoken to it's made them reconsider whether they even need Netflix. Oh, absolutely. It's like that yeah. thing that they just were forgetting what they were paying yeah. for every month. They're now going, hang on, 
I don't actually watch anything on Netflix. I watch Paramount Plus. One thousand percent. Every single friend I've spoken to has kind of gone. Well, the last thing I cared about that was on Netflix was like Squid Game, and that hasn't yeah. been out for like two years. Ozark's finished now. I don't know why I would have Netflix. Like this yes. is gonna backfire in a big way for them. And by the way, Netflix are aware of this. They all keep saying like, "Look, we know we're gonna lose customers, but that's fine. We just need to, I don't know, tighten our ship a little bit more, and that's fine. That's all right. But we're gonna lose. But why would you make a decision where you're like I know people are going to start going? This product sucks, so we're good. We're done. I like the new business. This strategy for Netflix, which is uh, short-term pain, yep. long-term pain. Yeah. I think it's very, very interesting. We'll see, see how it works out for them. <laughs> Ned, I've just discovered that there is a brand new development plan that is being put forward for Dubai. They are talking about a 93-kilometre, essentially enclosed, climate-controlled, urban highway. I don't... Wait... What's the difference between like an urban as in as it goes through like a like a city people, or whatever? It's for people, not cars. Oh, that's okay. the major difference. So like, oh, so it's like a walkway, yeah. like an air conditioned walkway. But you there's going to be a big running track, a big yeah. cycling track, lots of green spaces. Oh, nice! It's all air conditioned. Now, yeah. the only thing I would say to this, in terms of my experience at living in Canberra with a huge cycling community. Air-conditioned cycling path, yeah. they're still going to pick the road. Yeah. And we've got millions of dollars worth of bike paths here that are specifically designed for cyclists. They've got their own little lines on the road. It's even <laughs> We've done it like it's a proper road. They still prefer the road. I don't get what it is about being on the road. Maybe it's just like training wheels and non-training wheels or like maybe there's some kind of allure to it where yeah. you've got to like, I don't know... Yeah, I feel like getting out on the open road must be just so appealing yep. because that's it. Given the choice, I you rarely see a cyclist that chooses the bike path. Feel the wind through your hair, you know. Feel the wind through your hair as you as race a, along. Yeah. Get a convertible. Don't don't do the don't do the bike. I mean, and just get get a convertible. I will also say, and this is a large generalization, but I'd say if you are like in full cyclist gear, helmet the bike that costs five grand. I don't think you'd be opposed to getting a convertible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that as a generalization. You got the coin. But you, yeah, you got the coin and you also have no problem the being amount, seen in public. The amount of times I've walked through, walked past a cafe on a Saturday morning and seen way too much on a man in his 70s. Yeah. But also heard that same man on his 70s in the Lycra saying, you know, it's the same metal they use on the space shuttle. It uh, it goes, yeah. You have Why? the money to get yeah. a convertible. Why Just do it. That? Get off the road. <laughs> yeah. But... If we had the air-conditioned bike paths, could yeah. that be maybe the tipping point, the olive branch? The come on, we've yeah. got this now. Why don't you give us what we need, which I is feel clearer like, roads? Yeah, it would be wild if you didn't use it. It's like the only problem that I hear from cyclists, like my dad, who is a cyclist, uh, that I but I think he's one of the good ones. Yeah, always is like it's too hot. It's I'm so hot. So hot. Air-conditioned bike path. He nearly passed out when he was riding his bike the other you day. You watch this. We'll build it. It'll cost, you know, it'll be... $70 million. If, if, you know, political parties switch here in Canberra, this is what they'll replace the light rail stage yeah, to yeah. with. The air-conditioned bike path. Yeah. It'll be the least used bike path <laughs> in the history of humanity. <laughs> and the most used air-conditioned chill-out zone yeah, ever. That's what we'll be using it for. <laughs> Someone who's very grateful that people are putting things on paper is Lifeline CEO Carrie Leeson. Uh, she joins us right now. How are you this morning, Carrie? Very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Now, look, this is a very, very big day for Lifeline Canberra. We were speaking to Adam, the general manager, a second ago. In terms of fundraising, how much of your year is what's about to happen? 
Well, in terms of percentages, probably 10 years ago, 50% of our revenue wow. was from yeah, the book wow. fairs. Uh, a little less now with our corporate training and generosity from the public in terms of donations. But this is our largest fundraiser. So yep. every cent goes to Christ to support. Fantastic. Um, quick question for you too, because we talk about it a little bit on the show. There is probably, for the amount of press conferences held by government entities that end with your phone number, 13 11 14, the lack of government funding that Lifeline sees would probably shock most people to know. They're my words, not yours. Uh, but, <laughs> but it is a very much a community-driven thing, the funding that Lifeline gets, isn't it, in large part? Yeah, absolutely. People can be surprised to know that we aren't fully government-funded yep. because it is something that so many people rely on. It's such a critical service. But, yes, we are funded to the tune of around $200,000. Um, yep. It costs a few million to run. And every yep. $26... There's a bit of a difference there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, are the numbers, yeah, yeah. Those are not but, the same numbers. Those are not the same. Yeah, everyone here today, everyone that volunteers at the Crisis Support Service and at the warehouse, uh, make sure that we can bridge that gap and get to every single caller. So 350 volunteers roughly to set this up, people volunteering all weekend long. How, how vital are they to the entire structure of the book fair? Oh, that's, that's the reason these book fairs can go ahead. There are hundreds of people that are working all weekend at the warehouse to sort the donations that are coming in as mm-hmm. well all the time, again, angels on the on the phone lines answering calls. Yep. So there are volunteers yep. right throughout Lifeline for the weekend. 300 here on site, packing up books, helping individuals find books, and we couldn't do it without them. Yeah, um, absolutely incredible. Do we want to talk about uh, the fact that, um, well, we were told we'd have exclusive broadcast rights to the Lifeline Canberra And Book here we are, we're sharing <laughs> the same vicinity with the ABC. <laughs> ABC Canberra here, Carrie Leeson, CEO Where are they? Lifeline. Where what? are they? How? How did this And happen? now there's cameras here there's as cameras, well. There's TV. How did this happen, This is Harry? a medium we can't compete with. <laughs> well, this is the power of Lifeline. Yeah. You can't bury your, your differences and bury the hatchet for this round. Ah, here she comes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ABCs. You're being opportunistic. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, but truly, that's the magic of the brand. Everyone will yeah. down tools and do what yeah. needs to get done because it's such, a, it's such an important service. Do you get excited, Carrie, when you see all the people with crates here in the line? Like, people are really coming to buy libraries worth of books. They are, and no doubt these incredible humans have donated what was in those before mm, they came yeah. to the door. So there's more books to be sorted. But these are all the people that are here every year, and a big shout-out. Thank you very much for coming out, especially with COVID and the years yeah. have been. Uh, last year, obviously, was a, was a very unusual year for us. But to see everyone lined up again, we're looking forward to saying good morning to each and every one of you. Mm. I know you, you br- very briefly bring up last year. Does it feel just wonderful this year with how, how excited people are, how easy today seems to be for people to get in? Everybody's ready to just celebrate books, literature, and donate to a fantastic cause. Yep, absolutely. And the weather's good. Too. The weather's good. Yeah. Pretty good. It's, it's all, all working pretty well. It's all fantastic. Uh, Carrie Leeson, Lifeline CEO, having a chat to us this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Hopefully the weekend works out fantastically. Um, I will say, just quickly, um, this is looking very, very much like a major music festival is about to happen. There's a very similar vibe down here at the moment. Yeah, I will say, it doesn't look like there's a lot of people under the age of 40, so uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's more like an Andre Ryu concert, but yeah, no, music festival is a good comparison. That music festival might be the original Woodstock, but yeah. there's still a lot of people down here that are very, very excited. Josh, my mum. She's 64, maybe. Yeah, it's fine. She's definitely above 60 and You just need to be in the ballpark. That's fine. I know it's definitely between 65 and 60, so I'm going to say 63 slash 4. Her birthday is coming up. It is. It's Valentine's Day. It is easy to remember. It's very easy to remember, but it also makes it quite difficult because then the only presents that are available are things for someone that you are like... 
I don't love my mum, but I'm not in love with my mum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to buy presents for someone that you love but are not in love with on Valentine's Whereas Day. Whereas I find it very easy to buy presents for Ned's mum. Yeah. Read into that how you will. <sighs> Okay, again, yeah. you know what you're doing, and it makes me really upset because <laughs> I now am in a position where I could fire back, but then I also enjoy having a job. So yes, the escalation yeah. is uh, appalling. I will get you back though. It'll be that's, it'll be sure. returned in kind. I'm anyway, sure. my mum's retired. She no yep. longer. She used to be a pathologist, uh, as Josh refers to her as a scientist. She was a medical scientist, which she was not because a medical scientist is a completely different job. She was a pathologist, and what happened? Uh, she retired. Now she. Very much is enjoying retirement. She goes to Pilates every morning. She, like, does a bit of Zumba and yoga and whatever in the mornings. Mm -hmm. She goes for coffee every single day. She's essentially just... It really getting into the retirement life, much to the chagrin of my father, who he's is still like, working, still, still working, working, yeah, still working and hating it because he's trying to chase like a redundancy. Yeah. He wants to be made redundant because he'll get a huge payout from work, but they're fine to have him keep working. I don't get why Greg doesn't just start taking the payout from work now. I mean, that's embezzlement, but he will be fired, yeah, and then yeah. that way he gets what he wants. No, so that's the fine line he's trying to run at the moment. He's like, I need to be bad enough at my job that they don't think it's necessary to keep me around, but if I get fired, I won't get the payout. Get redundancy. Yeah, so he's like, I need to be bad enough at my job that they want to they don't want to fire me but they don't want to keep me around Bezelman's strategy yeah, yeah both so yeah, yeah. I, let's not get my dad arrested okay. please anyway my mum um, is very much peer, like leaning into this retirement thing yeah I called her yesterday and I was like oh how's your day she was like oh you're in Wollongong and I was like yeah yeah big drive back rada rada I was like how's your day and she was like well this week um I've been taking the dogs for a walk down to a park and what I'll do is I'll take some uh, grains and stuff, some muesli, and I'll feed it to the ducks that are down at the, by the, like the little lake that's down at the thing. And she's, she's an like, old lady feeding the ducks. I really enjoy feeding the ducks. Yeah. She's an old lady who goes and feeds the ducks. Or Tony Soprano. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I said to her, I was like, you're acting like you're 90 years old. Yeah, yeah. You're 60. You can't go from Zumba to going to feeding the ducks Nutri-Grain at the, down at the lake. Yeah, she likes to, she likes to do she both. Not, not, yeah, for any environmentalists out there, she's not feeding ducks Nutri-Grain. It's okay. cereal. Yeah, it's cereal? It's like muesli, oh, which is better for them than bread. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like yeah. grains and stuff. Plus also prevents, it's good to know they're not having Nutri-Grain because we don't need Iron Man ducks running around there. No, the ducks are strong enough. Ducks that can get into yeah. the, do the swim and then do the cycle yeah. and then do the run. We don't need that. We really don't, we need, really that. don't need that. Yeah. Couple of muscle mallards out there. <laughs> Took me way too long to think of that, but still, oh, some will, some will, scholars will debate whether that was worth it. Whether it was worth Ned just disappearing for ten seconds then to think of muscle mallards. Yeah, I tend to think it was pretty limeball. I think it was worth it. I think it was pretty average. Yeah. But what I need to start doing is getting my mum into like motocross or BMX oh, yeah. or like yep. if I'm like if you want to take up duck feeding, which is nice, it's it's respectful, it's a yep. lovely, it's very nice for the ducks. You also need to like start Offset. skateboarding or something mm-hmm. or Offset like. It. Need, actually, become a graffiti artist. That'd be okay. pretty cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be cool for my mum if she became a... Maybe you just need to leave your mum alone. You know, let her do whatever she wants to do with her retirement. Have you ever thought of that as an option? Uh, no, no. And I refuse to. Be a better son. Yeah, no. That's all I'm saying, you're right? <laughs> leave her alone. <laughs> Ned, yeah. um, something that has been less beautiful has been... I, I don't know. It's come up like two or three times in the last week. Your consistent and repeated assertion that you're a florist. Uh, there's no... I mean, I am a florist. I don't get what the hostility towards me is because I, on paper, by definition, worked in a florist shop as a florist. You helped that out... That means I was a florist. You helped out at a family friend over a couple it of days. It wasn't a family friend. It was a family. It's in the, my family. This, this is what I mean. It's like, you don't understand. Floristry is in my genes. 
You helped out at a shop. Yes. You've been calling yourself a florist. I am. And I right now have had enough of this to the point where I've actually done something about it. And it's very, very, very much uh, my pleasure this morning to say good morning, Kylie. Hi, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good, thank you. I have some kind of an awareness of why you're calling. Ned has none. Kylie, what do you do for a living? I am a florist. Interesting. So, mm. Yeah. You've been Same. hearing... I... No, no, Ned, stop. <laughs> so, Kylie, you've been hearing Ned go on for the last few days about how he is, quote, unquote, a florist. Right, yeah, and I would love to have you in our store to show off your floristry skills if you're keen. Wow. Kylie, uh, I'd be happy to do so. The only thing I'm worried about is the fact that, um, obviously, I can't give up this job to become a florist. So it will oh, have to be a very part-time thing. Too good at so I'm worried yeah. about what the supply slash oh, demand, if it's going to be met after I raise the production skill up by like, I don't oh, know, 100%. God. Will you be able to maintain that sort of standard after I leave? Oh, I think we'll be fine. But I've got <laughs> one day in particular that I'm, you know, sort of honing in on and that is next week, which is our Valentine's Day. Yeah, look, oh I, my figured, God. I figured it probably, oh my yeah. God. There was when you... When You're going to let this yeah. idiot into yeah. your store on Valentine's Day. Well, you know, extra pair of hands never goes astray, mm-hmm. and we would love a floral assistant if that's something that you're... <laughs> well, unfortunately, Kylie, I can't really help you out in that department because I've never been a floral assistant. I have fortunately been a florist, though, so if you need a florist, I can help out there. Um, well, look, that would be fabulous. I appreciate you trying to placate Josh, though. Uh, oh, my God. Nice. This is really yeah, good. For someone not initiated in the floral world, I understand what you're doing. It's fine. Um, but Kylie, yeah, I'd be more than happy to get my hands dirty. Kylie. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, what's, what, what is your florist? What, what store? So we are called the Barton Flower Bar. We are located within the Barton Grocer. So okay. in that sort of parliamentary triangle precinct. Perfect. So, no, the only reason I ask is because I was worried you were going to say like maybe like Goulburn florists or Yass florists or mm. something. This is perfect, Kylie. Um, I'm so sick of this to the yeah. point where... It, would you be willing to have us down there for the whole morning? Like, if we go down there for the show, would you be willing to have us do the show or will we get in the way too... Like, Ned's obviously going to be in the way too much already, but w- would you be able to set a little spot up for me so I can watch this chaos? That would be fantastic. We could mm. certainly accommodate right. you. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe get you guys in helping out, doing some deliveries, wrapping up some bouquets. Yeah, look, yeah, look this is great, Kylie. This is fantastic because I'm going to stay out mm. of the way. But I think Ned, to really suffer for what he's been going on about, should pull a three-hour shift as a as a floral assistant. I'm really not stressed. The only other time I've worked oh in a florist just was Valentine's Day. So this kind of pressure is the only thing I'm used to. Um, look, Kylie, you'll understand this. But it's just a bit of a floral joke. But you know how every rose has its thorns? Every oh, Ned yes, has its Josh. Yeah, every Ned has its Josh. Yeah. So I'm a shining star and I have negativity weighing mm-hmm. me down constantly. So I can't wait to not only prove to the people of Canberra that I am the florist I claim to be, but specifically to Josh. Kylie, if you change your mind on this at any point, yeah. feel free to call the station, let yeah. us know. I'd um, also be fine with that as well, yeah. by the way. Oh, wow, that was a quick, quick <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I'm very excited to do it. I'm just saying it's fine. If, you, yeah, if anything Kylie, pops up, that's also okay. <laughs> uh, the Ned and Josh Show, live from Barton Grocer for the Barton Flower Bar. Ned is going to be a floral assistant. Uh, this has been the most efficient phone call human history, I think. Well done.
Fantastic. Thanks so much, yeah. guys. Can't wait to No, thank you, you Kylie. Yeah. This is this is a tremendous opportunity for me to see Ned look like an idiot. I will and also I am very, very excited about it. Will say I've not gotten many jobs where the boss has called me and been like, Can we can you come and please work for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not uh, yeah. that's not really happened to me ever before. But yeah. you know what? I like it this way. And uh, after this, your, your floral career, yeah. that's never gonna happen again. Never. Ever, ever, yeah. ever again. Yeah, have you seen how like sharp the shearers they have down there for the flowers are? No, we're, we're gonna, gonna get you, you, we're gonna you plastic ones. We're not gonna let well, you have hey, the Right now, it's Nerd and Josh's job game. It's time for us to end the week the way we end each and every single week by playing the job game. You get on the phone, 131060 Canberra. You're the most important part of this game. You get on the phone, you have a job. Josh and I will ask you a vague question each. Then, from the information gathered, we'll try and guess what you do for a living. Tracy from McGregor, how are you this morning? I'm really well. How are you, fellas? Yeah, good. Very well, Tracy. Um, Now, very, very quickly, are you familiar with the rules of the job game? Do you know how it works? I think so, yes. We've we've explained it three times, so by now we'll just have to work with what we've got, Tracy. Okay, Tracy, here we go. Ned's going to ask the first question this morning. Yep. Tracy? Yeah? Is the business that you work for, do they have any, like, branded cars? Yes. Okay. okay. So it's got like, not necessarily you don't drive it, but I'm just saying if the company you work for has cars that you would see oh. the, the logo on the side. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Yes. It's a good question. <sighs> do, I, do I ask a follow-up or do I go in a completely different direction? What do you think? Really Talk to me. What are you thinking? I'm wanting to ask in the vicinity of are the cars an essential part of the job or are the cars just purely promotional? Well, I think that's not bad because then you eliminate some stuff. Some pretty. Okay, Trace, are the cars that are branded for the company, are they just sort of promotional cars or are they essential as part of what you guys do for a living? Uh, promotional. Ooh. Okay. So they're not... Doesn't work for a trade company. I'm getting a vibe. All right. I'm what do you think? Tell me what you think first. I'm a little nervous, though. I'm not 100% sure whether this is a smart vibe. So I'm going to go for my guess. Trace? Yeah? Are you, are you a real estate agent? No. Ooh, good guess, okay. though. All right, fine, though. It's promotional only. Trace, you got a guess? Are you... Oh, I'm just going to say the company. If I get a yes, we'll have to dive deeper. Are you... Do you work for an IT company? No. Damn it. Oh, no diving deeper required. There we go. That's I'm in a can, but I'll be going from scratch. Trace, <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm actually an ACT government employee. And of course I you are. And I'm the um, Director of Healthcare Services in Schools and Education. Oh, wow. Nice. First of all, thank you for listening to our show. Yeah, thank you very much for classing up our show this morning. With very a nice. With a bit of high-level uh, yeah. listenership. I appreciate that, Trace. Uh, Tracy, uh, Friday's <laughs> easier than the rest of the other days, or is it pretty much stock standard all the time, pretty busy? Oh, it's pretty busy, but it's fabulous work. We love what we yeah. do. Ah, oh, Trace, well, it would have been very brave of you to be like, yeah, no, I just kind of take the piss on Fridays. I leave at 11 in the morning. Yeah, I don't really do much on Fridays. Well done, Trace. Trace. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for everything you do and everything you and uh, your team have done over the last three years as well. It is, uh, yeah. yeah, people like you have made life a whole lot better You've for kept people the world like us. Running. Thank you very much, Trace, for playing the job game this morning. We are right now. 17 seconds away from the Lifeline Canberra Book Fair opening, I believe. We are, well, at least 17 seconds away from 9 o'clock. So. I do want to get a hoy from the crowd. Like, a hoy. Okay, let's but see if we can do I it. Don't know if, I, don't, I don't know if... Is everyone excited for the Book Fair? 
Okay, yeah. that was, yeah. There These are, are people that are, yeah, it's open. The book fair's people open. People are going in. Oh people have, yeah, yeah. The rush has begun. The rush has begun. My God. Here we are. We are yeah. in book fair fine form. People wow, like people Michael's are ready not to go. Kidding. He's got his Ikea bag. He is going to fill that. Fill that. Good luck, books. Mike. Hopefully you get to the politics section in time, Mike. This is big. People are funneling through. It is an efficient God. system, too. People are just getting into this book fair with absolutely no dramas. The second those doors open, people are in. And this line has not stopped. I guess, I mean, they're just letting people in. Go for gold. But, yeah, wow, this line got moving quick. Absolutely fantastic. Do not forget, $26 for a life-saving call with Lifeline. They answered nearly 3000 through their crisis support centre last uh, last month yeah. alone. And that is, of course, Lifeline Canberra's statistics themselves. So, Just Lifeline Canberra yes, has done that. It's three, absolutely incredible. 300 Earth Angels volunteer in the crisis support centre volunteering their time to help people through all sorts of situations on 13, 11, 14. This could not be a more worthy cause, Canberra. It is going to be open from... Friday, today, Saturday from 9am till 5pm and Sunday from 9 till 4. Tomorrow there's going to be a kids day thanks to Icon Water from 10 till 12pm. The collector's room is open. Do not forget if you're listening to this right now, they restock on a Saturday and they restock on a Sunday. There'll be things here tomorrow that weren't here today and things here Sunday that weren't here on the previous two days. So don't think today, keep it interesting. today is just going to get ransacked. No I mean, It will, oh, but you need overnight to get quick. they <laughs> will restock it and there'll be a big day for tomorrow and for Sunday as well. Ned, I think it's time for us to call it. Yeah, let's call it. That is the end of this morning's show. We are going to be back Monday morning from 6am but there is but one tiny little bit of business we still need to do before we get out of here today and that is to say a massive, massive thank you to the team from Lifeline Canberra who have yes. uh, let us set up, you know, I've got to say prime position. We mentioned the ABC here. We've got a better location than them, quite frankly. And uh, Well, they are gone now. This is the only thing. They're like kind of like Jaws. Yeah. I, it's, it, it's I feel safe. Dirt, yeah, I feel dirt, safe that I can dirt, see them dirt, but when they Gone. I'm like, where are they? I will note. They're underneath us. It's, we're only kidding, of course. We've been absolutely lovely no, to have some company down it's here been today. Very nice. uh, we're very excited to see Canberra's media community and the Canberra community in general turn out in droves for Lifeline Canberra. It's our lifeline. It's our organisation. Yep. And it makes us feel very, very good to see the Canberra community supported like this. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers' Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7. Oh, 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 oh,